You're listening to Geographical Thinking, where ideas, stories, and conversations are shared through the lens of geography. I'm your host, Guan Yu. This is the final of our three-part summer series, where seasoned GIS experts answer questions from new GIS professionals. Last time, they talked about GIS applications in post-pandemic time. What are the opportunities unveiled by this global pandemic in the GIS industry? This week, you'll hear some great ideas as to what can make your resume stand out. Before we get into this week's question, let me introduce the panel. We have Joanne Fox, Manager of Business Analytics, Intelligence, and Reporting from Edmonton Police Service. Jeff Lamb, Manager of Partnerships and Special Projects at York Region. Will Cadell, CEO and founder of Spark Geo Consulting. And our Chris North, Director of Technology Adoption here at Esri Canada. They were asked what advice they would give to students or young professionals coming into GIS. And Jeff Lamb gave the first answer. To all the students watching and listening, um, you know, you guys are so smart. Like you got, you come, we hire our students. We typically go to Waterloo, but you know, you guys come in and we learn as much from you uh, as you learn. And I'm, I'm strongly encouraging you to come in and be bullish to us. Say, why don't you have fill in the blank technology? And, and maybe it's because old guys like us don't understand it. So you guys come in and tell us, you know, what sort of machine learning models you need and art, artificial intelligence technologies and Alteryx and all these kinds of things. And we do, because it could just sometimes be, you know, we're, we're of a certain vintage that uh, we're going to stick with our Arc SDE. And, and if there's other ways, tell us. Honestly, come in and tell us because we'll get out of your way. And if you have a manager that doesn't listen to that, then you're not working for the right manager. So, so just come in and tell us what you need. So, uh, just a couple of thoughts I have. Um, there's sort of two, two, two quick thoughts I have, uh, and the one is sort of touching on what what Jeff and, and and Joanne and Will have said is is to not be afraid. Um, don't sit around and wait for it. Um, not to continue the COVID discussion, but uh, you know, a couple of us mentioned the Johns Hopkins uh, website, uh, the the dashboard that was created, became the the go-to place for the global pandemic, and CNN referenced it every day. It's a little-known fact that that was created by a student at the university. Uh, so don't, for the moment, think that uh, students or professionals just jumping out can't create game changers like that that wasn't a committee of grizzled experienced veterans doing that on the contrary it was a student saying you know i i wonder what this could do and, and doing it and and the floodgates open um the other point i'll, I'll make uh, along those veins is that in in doing something like that um it's actually never been easier uh, to create an app like that um, and pull something together um, with the cloud technology, with open source tools, with uh, you know developer licenses, with app stores and whatnot. It's relatively, I won't say it's not easy, but it's accessible to build a useful application. If you've got an idea, kind of like field of dreams another there's another old person reference you know build it and and they might come 
um, and, 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 and get it out there and you, you can build an app, you can take an idea very far and, and, and get it out there through LinkedIn, through, um, you know, other social media platforms, uh, promote that and, and, and it, it could get picked up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I pondered this question a lot and I, I almost wonder if the premise or the way I read it was off because the onus almost seems like the way it's written is it's on you guys to reach out to us. And I think actually we, and I say we, all of us in this industry who have learned so much and who have gained financially and, and become better people as a result of this industry have, uh, you know, a requirement to give back. And I think this is on us as GIS professionals to reach out to you and to say, look, you know, we're here for you. And I'm, I'm more than address. And if you want to contact me, please do. And I think we need to find some sort of program. I don't know, like a big sisters, big brothers type program. You know, I, I'd love to, if you want your resume looked at, let me let, send me your resume. I, you know, I, I'm more than open anytime. That's where my head went to is how can I give back to, to you guys? Because you're coming out of college, university, looking for a scratch and claw, your first way in. And I think, um, you know, it's those who came before in this industry, you come into it. So, so that's how I can answer this. I mean, there's a tons of ways. There's LinkedIn. There's ways of um, marketing yourself. But I think the flip side is we have to do better reaching out to you guys because, you know, we unfortunately we're so busy in York region. We start to think operationally. We need bodies and seats to get work done. So we go to the schools. We hire the best body. We put them in the seat. We get them as much work out of them, and then off they go. And and um, I often feel bad for the kids, you know, because. I don't know. I wonder how much mentoring they're getting. So I took this per this question quite personally and, and actually thought to myself, it, um, I'll throw it out here. Anyone who's on the call or afterwards wants to reach out to me, do and, and pick my brain. <laughs> I'm going to echo Jeff's and Chris's <laughs> comments as well. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because when we start, and maybe it's the same now, but when we started our careers, at least when I started my career, you know, I, I went into areas and, and into um, these companies and I was often the only GIS person there. Um, and they're looking, I don't have anybody to mentor me or look up to or ask questions to because I am the only one there because it's, it's still such a niche, um, still such a niche area. I think that today, um, given all of the open data that we have, and, and I'm going to allude to Chris's comments, is that we're able, and as students, you're able to um, develop these applications or simple mapping or create a blog or something, just even things that, you, you know, that you're interested in. Um, and again, don't be afraid to fail. Just create something that you're interested in, that you're passionate about, and advertise that on LinkedIn or send out... Um, send out your links to the blog or whatever. I think too, is that there's a lot of opportunity and I often um, find that there's, there's um, not so much student attendance to some of these kind of free or very, very cheap conferences that you mm -hmm. can go to. And that's where you mm -hmm. can really meet a network of people. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, I don't really know Jeff too well. I don't know Will too well, but we've met a few yeah. times. Will, I, I yeah. mean, I was volunteering um, for a Geo Alberta conference and Will was one of our speakers. Um, so we got Will to come and speak at Geo Alberta. And Jeff, we met um, uh, last year at the Esri Canada 
That's conference, right. right? Yeah. And so yeah. you take advantage of these opportunities and you create these relationships and then you can bounce ideas off one, one another, right? Um, I think too that um, I agree, Jeff, with your comment about, um, you know, we need to give back um, mm. to those coming after us. And I agree, the students coming out now are brilliant. I mean, I don't, I've moved up the chain and so I don't have possessed those really kind of in the weeds um, technical skills that some of these students have that are coming out of school that have grown up in an era of internet and open data and applications and things like that. And so one of the things, and you always take a chance. So I had one student reach out to me, they were doing um, environmental sciences and had some GIS classes and they, and they really liked the GIS. And so they were kind of wondering how they can get more into that. So I actually re recommended that they come to one of the Esri user conferences, the local conferences in Edmonton. And it just so happened, and this had nothing to do with me, but she sat down at a table with somebody from the RCMP and that RCMP person was hiring students. And that's how she kind of got in the door, right? Mm. It's about being able to just have these open conversations um, with people in your industry and, and a great opportunity to start um, developing that is to go to these different social meetups and these um, conferences. And I, I'm guessing a lot of them are online now, but I wholeheartedly offer as the same as Jeff, if you want to send me your resume, if you have any questions, um, please reach out to me on on LinkedIn or Samaya has my contact information. I'm kind of guessing you can, you can pass it out, Samaya. Um, I think it would be wonderful to have, and this YPN, like you guys are here, um, and this is a perfect opportunity, right? Um, you take advantage of those types of opportunities. Um, there's also, uh, you know, Esri has the GIS ambassador program. And so I'm a GIS ambassador and I go into the school. My husband's a teacher. He has no choice. I infiltrate into his classroom every single year. Um, and this is a great opportunity, especially during COVID times. These teachers are going back. Um, half of them are remote learning. We could all be remote learning again um, in the fall if there's a second wave. And thinking of ways that you can develop some applications and work with teachers um, I mean, Esri has some fantastic resources online. There's uh, there's um, open source data. There's open source applications. There's so many things that you can do. Um, the one thing I would have to say, so that's from a technology standpoint, but I would love to um, mentor and things that I had to kind of learn along the way is that um, business aspect of GIS and the marketing um, and even like don't just take a look at it as how you can improve your GIS or get in the foot with GIS. Um, look at project management, um, how you can kind of build on your GIS skills and, and, and make something come into fruition. Or um, I took a design thinking class that's helped me immensely in trying to communicate with executive, you know, what problem they're trying to solve and, and how we can help them solve it. Because a lot of the times we have so many ideas and I'm kind of going on a tangent, but we have so many ideas and we have we have such breadth of knowledge of what this technology can do, but it's not necessarily what what people are looking for to answer their questions. A lot of the times they're looking for a very simple solution. And so kind of having that experience and learning how to listen um, to executive, what the exact problem is and how to facilitate um, 
getting them an application or maybe it's just a report or it might not even be a map um something in their hands is invaluable and so i think that's that's kind of what, what i wish that i had is that kind of business sense the project management the the business acumen of kind of selling and marketing the technology so i encourage you don't don't just stay focused on on the gis technology and how you can um you know how we can mentor in terms of 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 gis and the products we can develop but how we can mentor and and how we can um uh help these students get an idea of of the business and how to navigate the business behind it i think that's um such good advice um i would say that um although um twitter is a pit of vitriol and hatred these days geospatial twitter is actually um a lovely place to hang out and usually very supportive and a great place to start conversations ask questions and typically not get overtly ridiculed like the rest of the, the sort of twitter experience might might have fallen into i don't know twitter i guess i'm aging myself um again but um but i think that's a great place to start discussions i think linkedin is a great place to start discussions um i i, I and the first to admit i don't think spark you would, would exist without those two tools um to chris's point messing around with stuff and building small apps and proofs of concept and then outlining them as part of your portfolio i think is really powerful i think a portfolio is probably a lot more powerful than a traditional resume you're always going to need the pdf resume to send to someone but if that's got a bunch of links to things that you've actually done maybe maybe links to even a github how other people can do the things that you did, uh, whether it's open or closed source, whatever it is, just having a demonstration of your abilities to build something and make it work and for it to sit on the internet in some manner, or even just a like a tool that you built um, in code uh, that is repeatable uh, to automate a particular process. That is gold dust for, and and will be a, an instant differentiator um, in, in, in terms of grabbing a job. I think, I think Jeff's absolutely right in terms of the industry needing to do a better job of reaching out to to the students. Uh, and I think as geospatial just gets hotter and hotter, we're all going to have to do a better job of competing with each other to get great students. And, um, you know, that's, that's the nature of the beast these days. Um, the other thing I was going to say is is that hustlers got to hustle. And if if you want something, you should maybe figure out how to get it. Um, and that goes both ways, students looking for jobs, but also uh, 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 employers looking for students. So those people who figure out interesting ways with either uh, the students or the, or the employers are going to be at an advantage. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is thespatialcommunity.org, I believe it is. It's a Slack channel. It's got... 5,000 geospatial people on it all across the world, worth looking at. Um, it's, um, it's sort of geospatially agnostic. So there's there's uh, Esri questions being asked on there every day. There's open source questions. There's people on planet who are talking about imagery. There's people from all the major geospatial employers uh, doing but also having real interesting discussions about you know pertinent subjects um, right 
into your into your into your Slack um, client. So there's a number of really interesting tools that are readily available, and those people who discover those tools early are are at a distinct advantage. So I'd I'd say keep your ear to the ground, um, look for way sort of interesting ways of starting discussions, um, and maybe that. Maybe these days that is in TikTok, or maybe that is in um, Instagram. And I, and I, I'm, I'm not there, but there are people who are there, and, and I think that's a really important um, message. So, uh, sort of growing various tendrils, and in those tendrils are opportunity to uh, have interesting discussions. And you might be one of the first people to have that discussion. And I think that's a really valuable way of of um, uh, sort of demonstrating. Your, your abilities and um, and crossing those those boundaries and and will I'm just gonna jump back on something that, that, that you, you that we, we brought up this, these building things like there might be people who are saying well I'm not a developer I'm not a coder I can't build an app I I think that portfolio is an excellent idea but it doesn't it doesn't have to be apps oh yeah story true. map yeah. You know, yeah. uh, like build a, you know, you did an interesting project. I remember uh, I was uh, through LinkedIn, one of the Fleming students, uh, the instructor there because of COVID pointed out, you know, published all these uh, PDFs of, of some of the maps that some of the students did. And, and one of them I thought was really interesting map. And it, you know, I looked at the map. And I thought that'd be a great dashboard. Yeah. Um, so I reached out to the student and I said, hey, you know, and and. And she thought she agreed, so she fired up, you know, free account, created, turned her map into a dashboard, and now she's got something live and interactive with it with a link, and that doesn't require coding. So yeah. that, you know, don't 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 just think an app, but and and story maps are really really yeah. you know yeah. a cool way. Turn, you know, take one, take that project, that essay that you got a good mark on. And turn it into a story map and link to that with a port with your through your yeah. portfolio. You know, I, that's that that's an easy way to do it. As a as a hiring manager, I can tell you how valuable and how refreshing it is when you're going through resume number two hundred and six. Yeah. When they all look the same, then somebody has a nicely laid out resume and click here to see my portfolio. You love seeing that because you, then you go down a, a rabbit hole and you get excited and go, look what they can do. And, <laughs> and honestly, folks, do that. Do everything that they're saying because as a hiring manager, that'll put you um, just that step closer to an interview. Jeff Lamb finishes this episode. He was joined by Will Cadell, Chris North, and Joanne Fox. Thanks to them all and the YPN, Young Professional Network at Esri Canada for hosting this panel discussion. To see all the other YPN videos or join the network, go to esri.ca slash YPN or find Esri Canada YPN on LinkedIn. This is the end of the three-part summer series from our Young Professional Network. It also brings an end to the season one of Geographical Thinking. We launched this podcast a year ago sharing stories of how geospatial knowledge and technologies are making a difference in various industries. From fundraising at NGOs to making healthcare more accessible, from celebrating Indigenous success to bringing more missing children home, GIS has a lot to offer, and it's dependent on more of us bringing the science of where to the communities we serve.
In September, season two continues the journey to share more stories of geographical thinking. If you have a good story, write to us at podcast at esri.ca. I'm your host Guan Yu. We'll see you in season two.